welcome to Get Into Flow, the podcast all about shifting your mindset, identifying new perspectives, and taking action to inspire the kind of change in your life that will allow you to live unapologetically true to you. A life that you can look back on with pride and no regrets. I'm Sabrina, a mindset coach, and I'm committed to helping you build courage and confidence to take the next step on your journey of self-development and healing. We are continuing our conversation on emotions today. And now that we understand a little bit more that emotions are just information, how can we move through them? So today I want to offer you three ways to feel through your emotions so that you can release them and you no longer have to hold on to them. Number one, learn how to label them accurately. We have so many different emotions, yet they tend to get grouped into more generalized emotions like sadness, stress, anger, happiness, right? But emotions and feelings are so nuanced. There are so many different ways to describe exactly what you're feeling. So number one is to learn how to accurately label your emotions because then what you're doing is you're acknowledging them. Sometimes the emotions just want to be honored. Just by saying, I'm feeling very frustrated, I'm feeling very disappointed, I'm feeling very nervous or worried, it allows the intensity of the feeling to dissipate a little bit because you've acknowledged it, you've paid attention to it. And as a result, it's getting the attention that it needs to teach you about what's happening in this moment. So if we go back to the idea of your emotions are just messengers, they're carriers of information, what is this trying to teach me in this moment? By being able to accurately label, you're then being able to identify what is that emotion, what is that feeling to then understand a little bit more about why it's happening and what you can learn from it. And in order to do that, we want to do what's called the 90 second rule. So Dr. Nicole LaPera, who is the holistic psychologist on IG, if you don't follow her, please do. She has two books, and the first book that I want to reference is How to Do the Work. She talks about the 90-second rule when it comes to emotional maturity, because emotional maturity allows us to accept all of our emotions, even the uglier ones we don't want to admit that we harbor. So by being emotionally mature, or sometimes, you know, emotional intelligence, it allows us to really acknowledge that we are capable of feeling the array of emotions that exist. And we often feel guilt or shame because we don't want to feel the bad emotions, but they're real. So by just being able to identify them, it gives them importance for a moment, but then you can release them instead of having them sit within you. And back to the 90-second rule, She mentions that most emotions really only last for a minute and a half. Then they come to an end. So in the previous episode, I spoke about emotions being a wave, feelings that wash through you. Here's a perfect example. For a minute and a half, the feelings will come up and then they pass. Often, if they don't pass, it's because we begin to harbor them. We begin to hold on to them, overanalyze them, try so hard to figure out what is happening, overplay it, 
and that results in hanging on to the emotion. But really our body, neurologically, and our nervous system wants to return to homeostasis, which is the balanced state in your body where it's regulated. So the emotions are not going to last very long because your body is actively fighting to get them out so you can go back to a neutral state. But our head is actively holding on to the feeling because we are obsessive when it comes to that. So this 90 second rule really can get into effect if our mind doesn't get in the way. Dr. Nicole LaPera continues by saying, few of us have the ability to allow our emotions to be purely physiological. Most of us bring them up to our mental world and start spinning stories, ruminating, and engaging in circular thoughts, which brings us back into the feedback loop of emotional addiction. So the 90-second irritation grows into days of irritability, anger, or even years of holding grudges. Let's go back to 90 seconds. How do we bring ourselves back to 90 seconds? Well, allowing yourself to really not get caught up in your thoughts. Allowing yourself to understand that this feeling is going to last for 90 seconds, let it move through you. Let it teach you the lesson and move on. The minute you bring it up into your brain and start overanalyzing, you're going to hold on to it for a lot longer. Understanding that you are not your emotion, let it wash over you. Stepping back, giving the 90 seconds its space. For the emotion to happen, identifying it, this is frustration, this is uh, disappointment, this is anger, whatever that may be, you're honoring it, you're acknowledging it, you're saying, what is this trying to teach me? What do I need to learn from this situation? Okay, I got the lesson, now let the emotion go. That is the healthiest way to move through, to learn from the experience, and to not hold on to it. What you can also do is journal about it. I love journaling, and I say this to all my clients. I use it as a tool myself. When you're feeling this way, if, you're, if you find yourself getting caught up in a feeling and 90 seconds is turning into longer minutes and hours and days, before it turns into that, if you feel like it's lasting a bit too long and you can't move through it, get your feelings out on paper. Start to journal and brain dump. Let everything out. Just write whatever comes through. Don't think of even sentence structure. Just let it out. Identify it. Why is this upsetting you? And sometimes the uh, brain dump or the journaling really helps you to move through them faster because you're physically getting the sensations out and you're acknowledging them at the same time and you're learning from them. So this 90 second rule is super, super important and there's so many different components, but to break it down again, you identify the emotion, you acknowledge it by properly labeling it. And as a result, you increase your emotional vocabulary. You understand what it's trying to teach you you let it out either by just releasing it or journaling and really getting it all out on paper, and then you can move on. The second way you can allow yourself to feel the feelings is to take that journaling exercise a little bit further. So 
we've established that feelings and emotions need to be honored and acknowledged. So when you're coming to write in your journal, I want you to ask yourself these questions. If you are sitting right now and able to take notes, I highly recommend it. If you're listening to me while you're in the car or on the move, make sure to come back to this section so that you can take these notes down. But these are important questions that you want to ask yourself. This allows you to, again, honor and acknowledge the emotion, but also get to the lesson of what is this trying to teach me. Number one, what can I learn about myself from what happened? Two, what patterns brought me here? It's important to acknowledge your patterns because if you notice it's happening often or this is not the first time that you feel this way when a trigger or a circumstance happens, acknowledging the pattern allows you to be aware to then be able to break the pattern and get free from the cycle. Three, how can I embrace discomfort and grow from it? Four, how can I learn to accept criticism without making it absolute truth? This is a good one because often the feelings will come up if we receive criticism from someone or maybe we'll shut down. We don't know how to deal with criticism. So this is a healthy way for you to work through the criticism by saying, okay, they're saying it for a reason. What can I learn from them without fully believing them? Because Criticism comes from a place of lack sometimes from that person, but there is a little tiny bit of truth to it. You don't have to believe it as the absolute truth because it's someone's opinion and it's someone's perspective. So it's their take on your situation. They don't know what you're going through, so they can't be 100% accurate. So what can you learn from what they've said to you and how can you apply it in a way that you learn from it and you make the best of the situation or you even improve something about what they're saying. And number five, how can I forgive myself and others? So these journal prompts will really help you to honor the emotion, to really learn about yourself through the process, to heal, because when we feel through, we heal through. That's a Heart Rise Method quote that I love to say. In order to heal, we really need to allow ourselves to feel. And often we don't because it hurts. So maybe writing can help. It's also a way to become accountable, to build self-accountability. It allows for acknowledging failure. You know, if there's something that we did wrong, it's okay to fail because we learn from it. Flexibility and forgiveness, those are huge for you to be able to heal and move forward because maybe, again, someone did something that was wrong in your eyes and you're holding on to that. Forgiveness allows you to make peace. It doesn't mean that you let them off the hook. It just releases your attachment to the situation. So it could have been really bad what they did, but it's not something that you should be holding on to for the rest of your life. So by forgiving them, you're really doing it for you so that you can move on. And this exercise also gives you empowerment. Like how empowering is that to know that you've been able to forgive someone for something that they did that was really bad, yet you don't want that to hold you back. You want to move forward. And the third way to feel your feelings is to move your body. 
As mentioned, emotions are energy in motion. You don't want them to get stuck. You don't want to get into emotional paralysis by analyzing everything. You can move through your feelings by moving your body. If you're feeling stressed or anxious or frustrated or angry, anything that you're not wanting to keep in your body, a simple movement exercise, it could be yoga, it could be a flow, it could be stretching, dancing, I, you know how I feel about dancing. I'm always going to say that's number one. That is a way to move through your feelings. How many times have you felt a bit like, ugh, I'm not feeling great. And then you start moving to the music and you start dancing. You don't have to be a professional dancer, but you're just moving your body in any way that feels good. You let those emotions circulate and you let them dissipate. So move your body, go for a walk. It happened to me just the other day. I was feeling a bit frustrated and overwhelmed. I went outside. It was a beautiful day. I went for an hour walk and I came back feeling so much better. So your emotions just need to move. They need to pass through your body. You need to maybe help them. As the wave comes in and out, you need to help push it so that it doesn't linger longer than it should. So let's recap. You are feeling all the feels. You don't know what to do because you've never been taught how to deal with your emotions. Here are three ways to feel your feelings. Number one, label them, acknowledge them, honor them. Be precise. What are you feeling? That way you can really understand what they're here to teach you. Knowing also that feelings are temporary. It's a moment. Actually, it's a 90 second moment and a half where they're going to pass through you. So let them come and go and learn the lesson as they pass through. Number two, journal and ask yourself specific questions to really get to the root of what is this trying to teach me? I've given you five questions you can ask yourself, but really it's all coming down to what is this enabling me to learn about myself and how I could do better in the future. And number three, move your body. Go for a walk, have a dance party, go to the gym, do some yoga and stretching. The emotions in your body are simply energy in motion. They need to move. Once they get stuck, they get paralyzed. And that's where your physical discomforts start to set in. We want to be in that flow state. We want to keep them moving. We want to keep them going. We don't want those feelings to last longer than they should. When that happens and they do last longer, it's because you've allowed them to get up into your brain. You've allowed your head to take over and start to overanalyze them. And as we know, analysis is emotional paralysis. So get out of your head, move through the emotions, let them pass as they naturally need to so they don't need to stay in your body longer than the 90 seconds that they need to. Just enough time for you to label them, learn from them, and let them go. I hope that you received everything you needed from today's episode. And as you know, I love to hear from you. Give me your feedback. You can check out my brand new website, sabrinadelduca.com. Find me on Instagram at DuchessSabrina and send me a DM. I want to hear from you. I am grateful for you. Thank you for listening. And remember, keep doing the work to get into that flow.